Welcome to Ariana Answers. I'm Dr. Ariana Brandolini, a clinical psychologist who lives in New York City. Every week, I answer a life question submitted by a listener like you. Would you like your question answered? Head over to the description of this video to submit. Now, let's jump into this week's episode. Taking back your power looks like acknowledging that you're upset and that the situation sucks, absolutely. But rather than spiraling and complaining for the hundredth time, think of some concrete steps to move you towards ownership. Dear Dr. Ariana, my job can be stressful and frustrating, and there are many days when I let it determine my mood. I take my frustrations out on my family and friends, my husband especially, and I feel terrible about it. I've lived most of my life putting my identity in my job, the things I have, how much money I make. I don't want the many hard moments to ruin my day and dictate how I treat others. Any advice on how to take control and not let this affect me? So one of my main goals when I start working with someone is to help them feel empowered. And I don't think there's many more things more powerful than feeling like you have ownership and agency over your life. Oftentimes when I start working with uh, people, a lot of their focus is on the way their circumstances and the people around them are stealing their joy, making them feel um, unfulfilled and unhappy. Their boss is a jerk. Their work makes them stress. They can't find anyone great to date. Their spouse drives them crazy. And don't get me wrong, all of this stuff is completely legit. Life is hard, man. Um, oftentimes people come into my office and they'll say, I don't want to feel anxious anymore. And I'm like, good luck. Go get a lobotomy because anxiety is a part of life and all the negative stuff too, unfortunately. We definitely can't control the people around us. We can't control our circumstances a lot of the times and that sucks. It's when we actually start to focus on what we do have control over, what we can take ownership of, and what is ours to own that we can start feeling grounded in our lives. It's not about controlling your circumstances always, but it's about knowing ourselves, trusting ourselves, and our ability to behave according to our values and trusting our ability to cope with hard things. If we know we can cope with hard things, we don't have to be afraid of them and we can hold on to hope and courage as we walk through them. When we're anchored in ourselves, we might be tossed about by the situation, but we don't feel untethered and feel like we're adrift. So what are some steps to harnessing back that power and sense of control in your life? Number one, stop complaining. And listen, I'm obviously all for talking about our ish, given that I do what I do. But the difference between complaining and healthy processing or talking about a situation with your loved one to help you feel supported is complaining communicates someone needs to fix this. It's when we seek to play the victim or blame someone or pull someone into our drama. In these cases, when you keep talking about the situation with everybody who will listen, all it does is keep your focus on the problem. It becomes really, really big and not generating any solutions or looking for any areas of growth. So no wonder that when we do this and we all do this, we feel more hopeless and stuck than ever. Even if you're not complaining out loud to people, what does the conversation in your mind look like? 
When we turn situations over and over again in our mind, that's called rumination. And essentially what you're doing is you're meditating on something. So by doing, by complaining, you're meditating on this situation and it's taking up a lot of time, a lot of mental and emotional real estate. And so, and there's no real movement towards health, towards an actual resolution or any ownership, right? So it might feel automatic, but you are choosing to give that thing a lot of space in your mind and a lot of time. Taking back your power looks like acknowledging that you're upset and that the situation sucks, absolutely. But rather than spiraling and complaining for the hundredth time, think of some concrete steps to move you towards ownership. Like, okay, what can I do that will actually help me feel joyful today? Or how am I not going to waste two hours on this right now? Or think of some concrete steps to move in the right direction for a solution. Take time to write them down, how you're going to change your attitude to the situation. This is also where mindfulness is really, really helpful. Mindfulness brings our attention and awareness to a current experience, whether it's our anchoring our body, whether it's the temperature around us. It helps us notice the thoughts that are going through our brain, and it helps us take a step away from them to actually decide, hmm, do I want to hold on to these things or can I actually do something different? There's so many apps that help with this stuff. This mindfulness is everywhere. Things like Headspace and Insight Timer and Waking Up. I'm sure you guys know plenty too. And if none of that works, distract yourself. Choose where you put your attention. Put it on something that brings you joy. Okay, so stop complaining. Are you enjoying this podcast? Make sure you head over to the description of this episode to download the companion worksheet. Number two, accept responsibility for your emotions and for your actions. I often hear the phrase, he's making me crazy. He's driving me crazy. The truth is, no one can actually make you feel anything. You are the one actually generating the emotions because of your interpretation to the situation. As I often tell my patients, feelings are like children. You don't want them driving your car because they will crash it. You don't want to shove them in the trunk either because they will die and that's illegal. You want them in the back seat where they can be seen and heard, but they're not in control of anything. Living a life of power and responsibility is taking ownership over our feelings, acknowledging what they're saying, but not allowing them to dictate our behavior. Powerful living is choosing how we respond to a situation, not reacting out of emotion and anxiety and other feelings or fear, right? Living a reactive life is a powerless life. And I'll often ask people who are feeling powerless or who don't know what to do next, if you had no fear, what would you do? Asking ourselves that question can bring us back to our core values and push us to act courageously. What's more powerful than that, right? So when you're feeling shaken by a person or by a circumstance, center yourself by asking, where am I putting my power right now? And take it back. But in order to choose how to respond to a situation, you have to actually, number three, know your values. When we're faced with really tough, tough choices or difficult situations, it can be really helpful to rely on our core values as a guide for our decision making. 
If we don't know what those are, we can be swayed by anything. And oftentimes we were brought up in certain value systems that we kind of automatically chose to adopt as our own. But there comes a time to ask ourselves whether these values are true to what we believe and to the person that we want to be in the world. Maybe those values have to be adjusted or shed to make some space for ones that feel more authentic to us. So actually taking time to determine this is really healthy and is really powerful. A powerful person is one that thoughtfully and intentionally sets the principles that they will build their life on as a foundation, right? So then when we're faced with a choice where we feel powerless, we can ask ourselves, will this bring me closer or farther away to what's important to me? And number four, watch your language. Namely, replacing I have to with I choose to. There is actually very, very little in life that you absolutely and unequivocally have to do. Maybe breathing and eating biological things to stay alive. But apart from that, you can choose pretty much anything. People, you know, they joke about death and taxes, but you can also choose not to pay your taxes. I don't recommend it. There are a lot of consequences to that, but when I'm choosing to pay my taxes, I'm choosing to be a functioning member of society, even if I don't particularly like it, right? So the language that we use to talk to ourselves about our circumstances is extremely important. It will directly influence how we feel about these circumstances and whether we feel powerless or whether we feel in control. See if you can switch your word have to choose this week, no matter what the situation, and notice how it makes you feel. So for example, instead of, ugh, I have to work this weekend for this project for my boss, you can say, I choose to work on this project this weekend because I value being prepared, doing an excellent job, and keeping my job. Instead of, ugh, I have to go to this baby shower, you can say, I choose to go to this baby shower because I value showing up and celebrating my friends. Instead of, I have to go for a run, you can say, I choose to go for a run even if I don't like it because I value my health. Would you like me to read your letter? Click on the description of this video to submit your question. And last but not least, be willing to stand out. This one isn't easy, but it's crucial. Staying true to our values, the values that we hold might go against the grain of the culture around us sometimes. People might also criticize you and be jealous because of your freedom and because of your courage. If we're so concerned with fitting in, we're not going to be brave enough to act according to what matters to us most. Making the choice to be okay with standing out if we act according to our values is the definition of a powerful life. It's a life that's not lived at the whim or circ of circumstances or dictated by the feelings and opinions of others, but for what we value and for what we hold true. It might lead to roads less traveled, and that can be scary. But if you don't pave the way, my beautiful friend, who will? So remember, although there's so much in life that we cannot control, taking ownership of our life, our emotions, our behaviors is key to living a powerful life. So stop complaining, accept responsibility for your feelings and your actions, know your values so that you won't be swayed by others, 
watch your language, and be willing to shine. Do you find this information helpful? Is there a certain topic you'd like us to cover? Leave us a comment and review about what you'd like to hear.